We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, 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 and welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. This is Jen. And I am Aid. Yes. Nailed Sorry, it. man. Yeah, first time ever. So, How are you, man? Yeah, um, pretty good. Uh, I have vacation all this week, and I was actually meant to go to. Uh, I plan to go to Italy for the qualifier right. that is like as we're recording. It is like starting uh-huh. tomorrow. Uh, but eventually, I just decided against it. I've had so much work with like essentially an extra job um yeah and um i just needed to stay home so i've coded some pbm i played some x-wing um laid around on the couch uh, yeah done all kinds of things sounds awesome yes a staycation at its best (laughs) yeah how about you? How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Uh, back to work and played a little bit of X-Wing, but not okay. much. And otherwise, things are good. I've uh, I've picked up, uh, uh, like, apparently, as we will also see later, like a lot of other people, I've picked up on uh, Duncan Howard's uh, Republic list. Um, All right. Ah, uh, oh, it warms my heart so much that list. It is just, it's just fantastic. I mean, ever since the lot came out uh, back in 2.0, I've been looking at this like, okay, let let's try to do the Republic version of the support ship, and the lot is a really good support ship, right, with the chassis right. ability and all that, and some crew, and then aces. It's like what it should be a classical archetype, but I don't know. We've really seen it in the game since like 1.0. Yeah. And for those who don't know, what's Duncan list? So it's uh, a 7B Anakin, uh, a CLT OB, uh, and uh, Contrail, and then uh, Hound in the lad. But really, right. the the art type is probably a lot, and then free AC pieces, and I think you have regen in there. there. Yeah, he had the regen on on Obi Wan, and then a, a chopper on on Annie. In my last game, I moved R two D two to to Anakin, and uh, just gave Obi a shield upgrade instead. And mm-hmm. I. Th- Intellectually, I know it is probably better as Duncan Fluid, but it is a lot more forgiving uh, this way. Uh, right. And it just, 
it lowers sort of the um, it lo uh, it raises the floor a little bit on the list I would say which I think I need <laughs> especially right now a little bit rusty mm. but uh, <coughs> yeah but I have a lot a lot of sort of smaller tournaments um, uh, in the coming months so. It, I know it's about now that I need to sort of commit to a list or at least an archetype uh, if I am to have any chance of of even being decent. Um, right. I'm rusty. Yeah. I tried Oler's list uh, for Ewings. Oh, yeah. It's... Um... <laughs> on a table uh, on the table yeah yeah uh yeah i have four ewings i'm that guy yep um i the only take take <laughs> the take away from that those games was that i don't play enough excellent because i was judging all of the turns incorrectly and stuff like that i was like I was just embarrassing myself yeah so um, but it seems like a good and functioning list. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fly it a couple of times more and see how it, where it goes. I really think it's worth it. Uh, I mean, we will be we'll be looking at uh, Oricon, the the latest GSP event later today. And I mean, there were no. U wings. I don't add uh, that. I might be wrong. I only searched for search for Saul and Cassian. None of them were yep. present. Um, could probably have searched for Benthic as well. But there, at least there were no yeah. four U wing lists because you cannot go without those two. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so yeah. All right. So and uh, move into news. Let's do that. So, we got a, a yeah, little bit of drop from AMG, right? Yeah. The Battle um, of Yavin Rebels Overview Part 2. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's kind of funny because like, if you navigate to their website, they just come as a big block. I don't really know how it works, but uh, but they're there, and uh, we got a new, uh, some more Rebel and some more Imperial stuff. Yeah. So... Um, so let's just talk about the new standard cards that's been revealed, I think. Yep. Let's do that. Mm, so we have the first one, Garvin Drees in a T65 X-Wing. Um, pretty standard, except for it doesn't have the config. So no opening and closing of the wings for you. Um, well, that that goes for all of them, right? It's also uh, hard because yeah. it is, the config is a flip card. Yeah, you can't really. I mean, you cannot flip these standard things on on top. So they, uh, I guess, they just would have to rewrite them as a as a charge. Or no, I mean, they could just have both sides on the card and have a token. You know, release a token for the X-Wings. Yeah, honestly, that would be 
probably for all the the flippity wibbities that would be like the perfect way to go. I mean, yeah. we have those sort of third party, both for you know X wings and B wings and U wings and droids and yeah. yeah. All right, uh, the loadout on Garvin is advanced proton torpedoes, one charge, exactly the same as normal upgrade, and then he has. R5K6 droid, spend one charge to repair one face down damage card. Uh, the other action is uh, repair one face up ship damage card. Oh, that's just. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, action. An, that's just the old R5 droid, really. Yeah. I mean, you have to spend a, spend a charge to repair one damage. But you don't have to spend a charge to repair a face-up. Yeah, that's the same as R5, which is now, oh, okay. like, banned, right? Um, so this is actually kind of interesting, because this ship, yep. we can essentially build. Yep. Uh, yep. If we place hope, hopeful instead of hope, it's not quite the same, but it's practically almost the same. Oh yeah, all the rebels have hope as like a, it's not even it's not a ship ability, no, but kind of a secondary like a, pilot like a ability, battle ability or something. I don't know what we want yeah. to call it. And hope is after another friendly ship at range zero to three is destroyed, you may perform a focus or a boost action. Yeah. So yeah. So, so I mean, this is essentially. Garvin. I've modeled him in extended because there I can add the R5. So this is a Garvin with 13 points of loadout. Normally you get 16 points of loadout for 5. Yeah. So this is hard, right? Because I don't think he should be 4. Because that would just be dumb. Yeah. So maybe he is still 5, but for the three points of loadout he doesn't spend and in this particular configuration etc etc he's now allowed to have a regen droid even though they would normally not be available yeah right well he could pop I mean, d2 i guess okay so would you use this he does have the hope ability but that's like a man yeah i mean that's just a one point talent upgrade yeah Essentially, so I don't know. And he doesn't have the uh, the, the config. No, no, he doesn't have the config, which actually makes him slightly worse. So, but I don't think it makes him like if I could get this for four points, then absolutely any day. I mean, if you gave me a Garvin. Do we want this as four points? No, I don't really? think we do. I I'm just making the point, oh. right? That if you gave me a yeah. carbon uh, with no upgrades, not even foils, yeah, then I would pay sure. four points. And, and I, mean, I, I would still think Garvin, he, he would be a bargain. Yeah. When so, you run a Garvin, it's not for the uh, for the foils or anything else or any upgrade, really. You just run him for his ability. Yeah, it's an I-4 X-Wing with a fantastic ability that synergizes well into Rebels. Yeah. So I think he has to remain five points. 
and at that point it's like okay so this is thematic Yavin Garvin um, I can probably build a better Garvin myself yeah so yeah I think that is that's pretty much it I mean a normal Garvin for 5 points you can you know pop a, a torp on it and still have 4 points remaining and have foils so okay so the other x-wing we got is yep. jack porkins and here we went well into the uh, well into the theme so i4 which is he usually i4 he's usually i4 right he's i4 yeah yeah um as far as I know, his regular ability, after you gain a stress token, you may roll one attack dice to remove it. On a hit result, suffer one damage. Classic. Also has hope. Also has advanced proton torpedoes. And I think, I mean, advanced proton torpedoes in this particular scenario is like, especially on an X-Wing that cannot reload it, is like, well, if you want to remain relevant for the exhaust port, then that's where you use it. But that probably means flying in the trench for one more turn. Yeah. In order to get into range one, right? So uh so he has those. Um and then he has R five D eight, which yep. is again an R five droid, just like Garvin's. But then they've added a modification, a custom modification here, unstable sublight engines. After you are destroyed, you must execute a, a one straight maneuver. Then each other ship at range zero to one suffers one hit damage. Yeah. And this is a maneuver, so it can bump. Yep. But essentially, you're um, continuing forward, realizing you cannot hold it. You blow up and you dead man switch people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this loadout is essentially just spot on the loadout value plus the unstable sublight engines. Hopeful yeah. torpedoes and R5 is is 15 points of his 15 possible loadouts. I4 at five squad points. So I'm guessing. This one's also a five. Yeah, so you say, yeah, hopeful, advanced proton, and outrest make is 13 points, right? Yeah, no, 15. Advanced proton is only eight. Yeah, hopeful is one, and R5D8. Oh, because R5D8 actually exists. Oh, yeah. but this is like more like an R5 droid because it only has two charges. Uh, R5D8 right. has three. Yeah, R5D8 has three. That's right. Yeah, so it's only four. So essentially, like if this is five, then you have two less loadout, and for that you gain, you have two less loadout and no foils, and for that you gain the unsta unstable sublight engines. Yeah. Hmm. Again, I mean. <laughs> in a just a regular game i don't think you want that men's on jack 
orchids. I mean, you're no. usually like flying them in a cluster or even a loose formation. Agreed. So, I mean, so I, I think it, if, if this standard loadout costs five, then I'm only going to fly it in the Battle of Yemen, which I think is okay. I mean, if that's where we end up and we say, well, these pilots are a little curiouser, but you can only choose between the standard pilots. You cannot, you know, custom build lists for, for Battle of Yavin, at least not sort of, there's probably a variant where you just do that, I don't know. But um, you fly him there, great. I don't think you will fly him in competitive, unless he's four, in which case he will be in every Rebel list. Yeah, that will be done. Just like Garvin would at four. Um, yeah. Probably Garvin is a little bit more can, obvious, but... Can you imagine having four like of these standard loadout cards with X-Wings and then being able to add another four-point ship. It'll be done. Yeah, true. Absolutely. All right. So they must be five. They should. All right. Then we got some uh, Imperials. We do. And uh, the <laughs> we got a tie interceptor, Sigma five, and they've got a three three four load uh stat line. Yeah, so an extra four hull. Yep. And then this guy, Sigma five, who is limited one pip, is uh, has two charges. And after you perform an attack that hits, you may spend one charge to perform an evade action. That's okay. All that's right. Fine. Yeah. I mean, if you... Yeah, okay. And then it, they, it has the sensitive controls, you know, the system phase, mm. barrel or boost action. And, and then he has... Uh, upgrades sensor jammer while defending. If there's a friendly lock on the attacker, you may change one of the attacker's hit to a focus result. Oh, it doesn't right. have to be his lock, it can be any friendly lock. Oh. Friendly lock, okay. While you're defending, you're like it's like a reverse juke or a Django's ability. Yeah, Django is is focused to blank, but but yeah, it's it's like an attack yeah. dice juke if somebody else yeah. has them locked. Yeah. I mean that could be useful. Right. Yeah, and then we have elusive. While you defend, spend one three roll a three four. Uh, yeah. it's just a standard elusive. Standard elusive. Yeah, and it's I four. Um, so is that? Is that four points? I think it is. I mean, you can get, uh, what is he called? Goran for four points, man. So, yeah, I, I think this is, this is fine. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, uh, he does have a to right? start at four and then, and soon ends in six. CNRE uh, five, Gideon has five and then all the others are four. I don't think this is this is not this is not 
Gideon has because he never really levels. No. It's more comparable to like a Goron with the evade flinging or a Ness Windrider with the friendly ships don't die right away or Luria with sure. the crazy barrel rolling and so on. They do have the hull upgrade though. They do. Um, and I mean, and I can actually see that in itself make this guy a little bit of little bit attractive. Um, and sensitive controls works well on him because he doesn't want to be stressed uh, when he's attacking because then he don't get his ability. But I mean, yeah. if we if we ever got to a point where lower initiatives were like quite common. Because, I mean, if you are the last one to shoot because of your initiative and everybody else is like five or sixes, then it doesn't matter that you get an evade after you perform an attack. I mean, this is incredibly tanky shit. Yeah, It's got the three green dice. It's got the, if, if it's higher initiative, it's got an evade. It's got maybe a focus as its action. And then he has the sensor jammer to uh, yeah. make a hit into a focus result. So if you're not focused, you're screwed. And then he has elusive. Yeah. Yeah, it's super defensive. Uh, yeah. But it's... Yeah, and it's probably even defensive against I5s and I6s. But it's even more... I mean, if... Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially, you're... you're you're making them uh, spend that focus that they have. Yes. If they want to hit you. Um, so even if he's shooting after, he's just got the focus and, you know, it makes you flip that to a focus. And then, you know, you really want to spend that focus because I'm going to shoot you back. Yeah. So sensor jam actually makes more sense for people that shoot before him. Mm, no, not not necessarily, but in its in its own bubble, it it still kind of makes sense. And uh, although it's an imperial ship, and not all imperial ships have the target lock action, which is required to uh, you know, yeah. so that sensor jammer actually procs. So it's going to be have to flying with a uh, tie advanced or you know waiter or di or uh, defender or something. Yeah, I mean. You could uh, conceivably, I mean, you could choose to not have two TIE fighters flanking Vader, but have this guy flanking Vader. He would be pretty good at it. Oh, only if they shoot yeah. back at him. Eh. I don't know. I think yeah, it's interesting I mean, to see a, a bit of a bit of a take on a tangy interceptor. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> if you fly this. I mean, these are, uh, interceptor, uh, interceptors are fast. I mean, yeah. can you imagine flying this up into the grill of the uh, of your opponent? You know, Vader's kind of hanging back at range two or three. This one's at range one. Do you shoot this guy? It's like yeah. a prime prime decoy for Vader or your you know more important ships. Yeah, even an objective runner, like he goes up and uh, 
he spends his uh, his his primary oh, action yeah. uh, if he's carrying know, a crate or, or picking up a crate. Oh, um, that's that's nasty. And then you know, uh, whatever the enemy brings in to shoot at him, you make sure it gets locked. And then he's like tanking. Yeah. Um, and if he even gets to shoot before he's shot at, he also has he has an evade token, even though he did the scenario action. So I think this one is exciting. And I mean, just by its own, if that is four points, and even though you're then locked to a loadout, I could see this one in standard play in, in certain lists that need just this. Like if you have a list, you have yeah. four points remaining and you're saying, okay, I want an objective runner, but it still needs to be able to contribute some offense. This is not bad. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of niche enough to become a thing. Yeah. In the correct environment and meta. Yeah, especially perhaps in an objective-based um, uh, imperialist. Yeah. Cool. And then the last Sigma, because I think we've seen some before. We've seen two before or three before. This is the last one. I I I haven't checked, but I actually think all the cards Five, for Yavin six, has been revealed now. Yep. Yeah, you're correct. We have a Sigma four, five, six, and seven now. Yeah, and then Aiden. So that's all five interceptor cards. And yep. I think we've seen all the um, all the Tie Fighters, and I think we've seen all the Rebels. I'm not sure. Fully positive, but I, th I think we've seen all the cards. Yeah, but what does Sig Sigma 6 do? Sigma 6, also I4, that seems to be a theme. So all the all the interceptors over um, over Yavin is I4. Uh, yeah. Also has a hull upgrade. Also has sensitive yeah. controls. After you fully execute a speed 3 to 5 maneuver, you may spend one charge to perform a slam action. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then That's... on top of this, <laughs> he has Daredevil. So when he does a white boost, he can treat it as red to use the one hard template instead. And yep. he has afterburners. <laughs> So when he does a three to five maneuver, he can either boost then slam, or he can slam then boost with the burners, because yeah. they have the same uh, trigger. Yep. After I mean, it can even uh, trigger after the slam thing. It can actually trigger off the slam, so you, yep. you don't have to to queue it up before if you want to because the slam is also a three to five maneuver yeah so, so five forward into a five forward is like 12 forward and that off of that it can boost so that's 14 forward you can go 14 forward and the entire mat is like 22 and a half range band yeah and you start one range band in so 
no, 22 and a half base, right? And you start two and a half base in. So that's yeah. 20. So you are essentially ending up range two of the opponent's edge or range one of his deployment zone. Yep. If my head maths are correct, which they might not be. I mean, uh, it's even if you go, if you want the uh, option to do the banks, three forward is then you're three plus the one ship base, that's four. And if you go slam straight after that, that's another four. That's eight. And then you have the burner, and that's that's 10 even if you yeah select select a three speed maneuver for flexibility of being able to you know turn in three forward three hard into a, a bendy boost you're not flanking the guy you're behind him the interaction between afterburners and daredevil on a ship that already has a white boost is also interesting yep. because does that mean that you can i mean you can Wait. surely you can use afterburners to do the boost as red but that wouldn't make any sense in the world because then you just lose your action unless you no, the action is. Oh Christ! Oh, Christ! You it's can slam, slam, daredevil boost. Or you can move, slam, yeah, daredevil yeah. boost. Yeah, and then, I mean, yeah, after you fully, but that that makes you without any mods because. If you, if, if you, you, if you move twice just, and then daredevil, move, then hopefully move you... slam, then afterburners, then you can do an action. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, that's how I read it. It's a ship uh, paddled ability that enables him to do the slam action. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's not even his action. No, it's uh, it happens before the action phase. It's in the same window as afterburners. Oh. So if you have to do the daredevil, you end up stressed and you don't get an action. But if you only just uh, normal afterburners or don't need to afterburners, you get an action. So this oh, guy's after, after, afterburners won't stress you unless you do oh, no. daredevil I mean. afterburners. Yeah. If you do a normal afterburners or don't yeah. need the afterburners. Yeah, so you can do you five forward, action. five forward, boost focus. Yep. <laughs> and not even be stressed afterwards. Yeah, okay. I, I'm, yeah I'm just uh, thankful that these guys have sensitive controls or you could you know, link off of it. You could do a focus evade after the uh, slam and afterburners. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or barrel or whatever, but... They have sensor controls, hallelujah. Yeah. Okay, so if he has to do only a four straight, then he can do a red barrel roll, four straight, four straight, curve boost, focus. <laughs> and I think the five straight is not blue on, uh, on interceptors, so it has to be the four. No, it's four. It's the quickest one, I think. Okay, but are we agreeing that this is another excellent objective under? 
Oh yeah. And oh, just, yeah. just flanker and a pain in the I mean, because the other thing you can do with it, also with the f- amount of firepower it has, is like if somebody is, you know, having their little BB-8 pod in a corner, yeah. uh, uh, taking their corner objective in satellites, you can fly down there and not only contest the objective, but actually probably also kill BB-8 rather yep. quickly. And if the enemy turns on you, you can be out of there next turn. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be oh, well, hunting this just, guy. Yeah, he can't. Of, of course, if he does the slam, he cannot shoot because you still get a whip disabled too. Oh yeah, sure. But you can kill BB-8 next turn then. Contest it the mm-hmm. first turn, kill him the next turn. Hmm. Yep. So that was really it uh, for the news. We also we did, however, also we got a little bit of sort of Battle of Coruscant, but. Uh, and they were like, oh, look at Anakin. We're like, yeah, we've seen Anakin. Oh, look at Dooku. Well, we've seen Dooku. So, Um, but otherwise, the only sort of real news is that they are now saying 23 ship cards with standard, standard, standard loadout cards, which is three more than Yavin. So it's quite a few. Yep. Um, But I think they also have more chassis in play. In uh, in Coruscant than uh, than Yavin does. They do now. <laughs> they do now. Well, I think they always had. I don't know. Uh, and we, then we got the release date, which is the second of December this year. All right. I think we're only like a month away from Yavin. It was like October. I don't remember what part of October it was though. Um, we could look it up, but I'm not sure. I'm no, not I don't remember. Doesn't matter. I'm okay. still just waiting for the uh, for the rogue ship for uh, you know the one with uh, Cut Bane on it. What's it called? The rogue? No. Yeah, the rogue class. Rogue class. Still haven't gotten it here in Iceland. No, I actually haven't gotten it in my local store either. There's lots, all the other stores in Denmark have it. My local store doesn't. Oh, great. This is how much of a loyal patron I am that I haven't bought it yet. But it's getting to a point where, you know, I'm like, well, what if they run out of stock everywhere else? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, out of print. Yeah. Sucks to be you. Maybe I can buy it in Iceland when I'm coming out in October. If if we will have it then. If you have it, then true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into XTC. All right. So that finished. It did. And Canada won. Canada. And they were like, oh, hey, let's play nine games and win eight of them. That's insane. Yeah. And I mean, they were super strong last year as well. They got like they got in a freeway tie for the group stage, I think. Yep. Yep. Um, which meant that with England and Ireland and Canada just lost out on the tiebreakers, and England and Ireland went to the final. But this time they made it through. They won thirty-one <sighs> of their forty-five games. Which, like, you know, that is a 3.4 average wins per, yep. you know, per round. 
Um, so that is really nice. Um, and they are the first eight wins team in an XTC final. That's, yeah. That's huge. They yeah. really kick butt. So to be fair, I mean, we have seen once before uh, some years ago where Poland went seven and one because back then the final was only eight countries. Well, nine. No, they probably went six and one actually because it was eight countries. So they wouldn't go seven and one. They would go six and one. Yeah, sure. So, so I guess that is somewhat comparable, but it's even more impressive to win to go eight one than to go six one. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So huge dabs to uh, to Canada. Um, yeah, uh, second place, closely contested, uh, but eventually won on uh, game wins uh, by England. They went 6-3 and had 27 wins, and Germany went 6-3 and had 25 wins. So, yep. that's pretty good. Yeah, and then following, uh, following the first three, it's Italy. USA, Ireland, Philippines, Australia, Czech Republic, and then Spain. Yeah. Yes, we got to get a shout out to Nobby there. Nobby. Abby. You did put it in all caps. I did put <laughs> it in all caps. Nobby! Absolutely. Total Nobby. Um, yeah. Uh, and I mean, Spain, they must have had. It, the The strange thing is that Spain, at number ten, has the same amount of game wins as Ireland and Philippines, who are like six and seven. Yeah. They just so and they, but they only won two matches. They have twenty game wins, but only won two of nine matches. Yeah. So I guess a lot of their wins was in those two matches. Yeah, I mean, seven times two, 14, 20, and if they won three. Yeah, if they, if they won three games in their win matchups, that's six. And then in, the, in their seven losing matchups, they, if they won two each time, that's yeah, okay, 20 that, wins. Yeah, that's true. So if they... One only just and lost only just that's that's where they're they're at. <laughs> yeah. There's probably this one Spanish player there that was uh you know tanking in all their games and he's like kicking himself. Yeah, but and if that's the case, <laughs> then it means that they ha they are like essentially free game wins away from being up there with Italy and the US. As yeah just outside the podium right they're free they could be three games away from being five and four instead of two and seven i don't know if they four were. games away uh, four games away of tying in england and germany potentially so it must have been close yeah um good to see uh sanity has returned and england and germany uh are performing really well uh yep. i think they were both rather challenged last year, especially England was like at the very, all, not at the all the way to the bottom, but they were in like in the bottom third, if I remember my 2021 correctly. Not good to see. 
So um, now they're up there. Cool. Um, then I looked a little bit at the list, and I I don't want to like go through because there's no like one winning list. That's not the whole concept of a team. So nope. instead. I've done a brief sort of faction walkthrough on how that worked out in um, in XTC. So Empire was by far the most common faction, meaning that every single uh, team uh, took them. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's throughout the whole XTC or the top? That's just the finals. Uh, I think okay. it is. It was actually the same in the. Um, uh, we've, we've we've done that already. Everybody took Empire yeah. also in. Uh, in the other one, everybody took took Empire and Rebels. Uh, not everybody took Rebels in the finals. So uh, I think it, only one one team took. Uh, no, 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 no. Everybody but Canada took Rebels. I think. That's true. That's true. And almost all the Rebel teams failed. But um, uh, very bad run rate. Okay, so uh, overall, Empire did like second best as far as wins go. And then, I mean, this is a little bit modified and we must remember that this doesn't necessarily say something about the faction. I actually think it does Mr. in the case of Empire, but, but it also, it says something about sort of also the pairability. Yeah. Like, do they have strong matchups? Do they have weak matchups in this pairing game? That that is very much a part of the XTC. Yep. So second best performing as a faction, with fifty nine percent of their games won. Um. So uh, there were eighteen out of a maximum of twenty jingoists uh, available, which is like mm. even crazier than it was uh, in the uh, in the initial stages. Uh, of the 10 teams, then eight of them bought Vader, brought Vader as a pilot, five in the five of them in the X1, three of them in the Defender. And then sort of the regular list for Empire, like six of them brought Wampa, six of them brought Rusir, six of them brought Aiden. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, then let's continue in the order of popularity. So... The next most popular, as you said, was Rebels, with 9 out of 10 bringing them. Uh, everybody brought Wedge. Everybody, apart from one, brought uh, Fenrau into the Shizapede. And everybody except two brought Luke. However, uh, Rebels only won. 31 of their 81 games, so 38%, which is tied, That's atrocious. tied for fifth in of the seven factions. Yeah. Uh, they are then tied with the also second most broad, which is first order. Again, nine lists, nine of ten. Of those nine and ten, uh, of those nine, seven brought Malarus in the FO, and an additional one brought Malarus in the shuttle, in the side shuttle. Six of them brought Kylo in the Whisper. Six of them brought Grudge. Five of them brought Nightfall. 
Like Rebels. <laughs> uh, Kylo and the Whisper is Wilo. Okay, Wilo. I, got it. I get it now. It's Silo and Wilo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but and, and again, just like Rebels, they are Rebels and First Order are the same statistically. Nine exactly was broad. The they won yeah. 31 games, just like Rebels. 38% win rate. Fifth place. Shared fifth place. Yeah. So the fourth most popular it will then be was Republic uh, with eight lists. All eight had a lot. Six of them Hound, two of them Hawk. Uh, six of the eight had Ether Sprite Obi-Wan. One of them had Edda Obi-Wan. And five of them brought a 7B Anakin. So clearly, they have also watched uh, Duncan Howard play. Yeah, um, take a look at that win rate. Yeah, 74%, 53 of 72 games. Clear win. That's on, crazy. Clearly the best uh, when it comes to win rate, like by a country mile, right? Like by 15% or something. 15% above Empire. Yeah. So that's just that's just dumb. Um, that's crazy stats. Nice to see Republic back in action, and especially like as I said before, I really wanted this support ship and Aces, and that is what Republic does. So, uh, and that's where they're good and borderline broken right now. So great. Yep. 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 I do. You do need to play them though. They they don't play themselves. Sure. Uh, fifth on the list, we have Resistance with six of ten lists. Uh, and of those six, then five had Shasa in the Y Wing, five had Wilsa in the Y Wing, four had Kai in the Y Wing, and four had Poe. And one of those four Poes was Commander Poe, the other three were Flyboy Poes, and there were three Rays. Yeah, that's that's gonna be my list. <laughs> I don't think you can bring all of that. I was actually this building today and Ray, Poe, and two Y Wings fit. Yep. We are actually, we're going to have an extra little mini deep dive on resistance when we go through um, uh, the GSP event next. Yep. Uh, because uh, resistance had an interesting, uh, let's say, uh, performance characteristic in uh, that particular tournament. So it's worth diving a bit on. Overall, uh, Resistance uh, did okay. Um, 29 of 54 uh, wins, so 54%. Funny how mm -hmm. that works out. Uh, so fourth overall on uh, the wins. Then we have Scum, which was the sixth most broad or second least broad. Uh, so there were six lists. Um, no, there were five lists, sorry. Five, five lists. lists, yeah. And uh, three of them had Boba in them. And then there were not really, like, then there were a lot of sort of like, oh, two canons and da 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 But three of them actually had Boba Fett. Uh, so that's interesting. Didn't work out for anybody. Scum performed the worst of the 45 games that those five lists played. They only won 13 of them. So I mean that makes sense because you know 
scum has always been the upgrade upgrade faction which messes with you and stuff like that now everybody got all the upgrades yeah i think what scum scum is strong in the in like the big ships so for scum to work then probably free ship needs to be viable because they don't have any sort of low-end filler. Like I, with a friend uh, earlier this week, we were saying, oh, why doesn't, you know, can could Torkoal still work? And uh, how Scum looks now, the answer is uh, probably not. I mean, not only has he lost the Moldy Crow, which makes it a very yeah. different proposition, but but also, like you simply cannot get the efficiency in there to 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 get guns on target in a large enough number to make sense. And if anybody listening thinks, "Oh, I can make Torkel work," then make it work. I would love to see it, and I will gladly admit I'm wrong. Well, I'm just glad you're wrong. <laughs> yes, I know you will be. <laughs> but it is just like I mean, scum. They don't have any cheap filler. Uh, uh-huh. So they can't go the swarm way, and they can barely build a free, four ship list. But you can build good yep. free ship lists, and with a great player, you can win with them. But uh, with the ship count going up, then maybe it's not it's not as feasible. Yeah. Uh, keyword being tangent. So what's the win rate? The win rate is twenty nine percent. That is terrible. Yes. And then finally, out of forty five games. Yes. And that is still half the teams that brought a scum list that probably didn't win them much. Yeah. Right. On average, it's like going into a nine-game day, the average scum list would have been just worse than three and six. So, eh. that's a tough one. Least brought was Separatists with just three lists out of 10 possible. Uh, they all had Grievous. They all had DFS 081. Two of them had Cat. Two of them had Janko. And it won 15 of 27 games. So 56%, which is third best. Yeah. So the answer is to the question, what should I have brought? Is you should certainly have brought Republic, probably uh, Republic, Empire, Resistance, and Separatists. And then Then again, this is a completely different game. Yeah, and then either First Order or Rebels, and to be honest, probably First Order, because they they counter better than Rebels. Rebels doesn't really counter anything. So yeah, um, if I'd have more time to repair, I would have done more XTC. So I'm just going to say we might return to XTC for more in-depth uh, fun things. Uh, I think it's a really interesting sort of data set to have, especially in the final where it's just like 50 really top tier players just duking it out and uh, and there's all kinds of interesting things to see there, like how did different things turn out, or how did different factions perform in different scenarios, and so on. 
it's a very interesting data set. Uh, another thing I thought about investigating is like, well, if we can assume that the XTC players are more uh, experienced and probably more skilled than the average of the player base, then does that impact yeah. things like uh, how many turns do they get in in the different objectives and, and so on. And here there's actually games enough that that we can say something about it. Um, so you can sort of compare like high-level TTS with regular TTS and you can compare it to like physical. So I figured something like that could be interesting to do in, in the future at some point. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Shall we move along? Yeah, let's check out Oricon. Oricon, which is the latest GSP, what is it called? Ga is it Galaxies qualifier? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so 94 players. Um, I'm gonna, I'll be away from the computer in 10 seconds. I gotta get another beer. You do that. So while it gets his beer, let's just get started on this. Um, for you on the stream, I'm just gonna open up a little bit here. And yeah, I, I can see what you were here we go. saying about interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting stats for the yeah uh, for the, for the resistance. Yeah, it is quite interesting. So, if we start at the top, then we can see that Empire is again winning the participation race here, more than a quarter, Flying Empire. Um, a decent cut rate as well. Scum, second most popular. Notice how we just saw in the XTC that Scum was the worst. Uh, they are not that here, but they are absolutely. Oh, sorry. They are tied for worst here. Um, yeah. If you okay. look at average performance, right? Uh, yeah. And cut rate. Uh, so. And you can see the list size for scum is uh, is low. So yeah. And if we look in a little bit, it's just idle on scum for a little bit. Then it's still like seven of eighteen scums have Boba Fett as the most popular, and then it's like very spread out. I mean, there are eighteen lists, uh, but the number twos in most flown have just four. Representation. Yeah. That's like Cat, Gamut, and M, Emon, and Kanan, and Sarasu, and Han, and the Falcon. Uh, yeah, and they so, all suck. Uh, well, yeah, maybe. Well, only one person made the cut. Only one person made the cut, and we'll also return to him because there's a little asterisk when we say Scum was the worst, because in some ways they were also the best. Um, Ooh. What, what else is saying here? I mean, Republic have moved up a little bit participation, which is probably what we expect when they win an event. Um, 
but the performance however does not really follow suit and they are like below average uh with 49 percent um so i guess there is some kind of a duncan effect um there are also some other republic lists in there um and there's actually also especially one of them that we will look at that is really interesting um what else is there yeah uh first order who along with scum was also very popular first order was the third most played uh they both end up in this sort of 41 42 percent average performance which is just horrible and yep. rebel retain the the weird position of being the least played faction just five lists that's that that is like what happened once before <laughs> yeah in the history of x-wing I mean, Rebels... Rebel Alliance takes uh, such a huge dip. Yeah, I mean, just I remember uh, a few episodes ago when we saw Rebels at like the 14%, which is like sort of the average if all factions were equally represented. And I was like, what are Rebels doing there? And now they are like at a third of that. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's super interesting, especially considering that Rebels sort of started this like the first 2.6 everybody was like oh no the alpha striking rebels um and then they were just countered to the ground but i mean normally when that happens i mean it's still a list that you can do decently at on sort of the the middle tables at least um but i mean yeah sure um it's not enough to just go in there and wipe out a ship. But it's also weird because of those five that came, then only one of them brought Wedge. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and they brought all kinds of stuff. Like there's only actually three pilots that were brought more than once. Luke, Callus in the VCX, and Fenn in the Seathapede. And it's like Luke 4. And Callus and Fen, two of the five. That's, I mean, yeah, I mean, we only have five lists to pick from, so. Um, that's, still. yeah. I mean, if we had looked at Rebel Alliance, five randomly picked Rebel Alliance lists uh, just two months ago, then odds are we would have seen five wedges and five loops, or at least four of each. Yeah. So. But if, if maybe this just means that some of the diehard Rebel players are really trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I mean, saying the, there's not uh, a single U-Wing on this list. That's very noticeable. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's strange. Um, so, yeah, the diehard Rebels, uh, Rebel player, you know, Alpha, Alpha Strike didn't work out. So they're trying to find the next thing. Okay, but if you hadn't looked already, we can have a little bit of mini mini guess here. Uh, I haven't looked, so so we can both guess. How many Jenkoists do you think there are in the twenty four Empire lists? Uh, twenty four Empire lists. Um, I would say like thirty eight. Okay, I will go. I could go thirty nine just to mess with you but i think i will be a little bit braver than that and go 42 
They come they come oh. in twos. Forty one. I mean it's forty one? Forty one. Okay. So Let's one see. had Wampa and thirty three. Okay. You win. Alright. Only thirty three. And sixteen Wampas. Yeah. So a third of the list took Wampa and No no, sixteen out of twenty four took Wampa. You can only have one Wampa. Yeah, two yeah. Two thirds of the list took took Wampa and two thirds of the list took ISP Jinguests. It's like that. Yeah, two thirds two thirds of the list took two ISP Jinguists on yeah. average. Yeah. But that might be some that only took one. I mean, there's at least one that only took one because there's 34 yeah. total. Um, one guy needed a filler of two points. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well. And then we have Vader at 12 and the Defender. Yeah, that's half 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 the list goes Vader Defender. Um, yeah. And then eight, eight Vaders in the... Advanced. So that's still twenty out of twenty-four lists had a had a Vader pilot. Yep. And there could be some of the last four that had Vader crew. Uh because we also see three monarchy decimators. Yeah, it probably did. And what I'm most surprised about is that one guy had or somebody there was five black squadron aces. Uh and I don't know how that happens. Um, because you only really use them if you need to get to eight ships, right? Um, so five black squadrons and uh, two Jingo and a Wampa. And with that, that's not even that's only 16 points. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't know why you use five black squadron aces. I mean, uh, it could it could be in in multiple lists, but there are, sure. at least then there are multiple people who felt like they needed the black squadron aces to fill in. Maybe maybe it's a Palisade thing. Maybe we can look at that when we uh, when we get to uh, to the litter. Sure. Yeah. I Do you, make a note. Did you go over resistance? Um. Well, yeah, I mean, you mentioned it a little bit. Like, it's like, well, there were only seven resistance players. It was almost almost as little played as the Rebels. But five of them made cut. And they That's averaged insane. like 72% performance. That's crazy. An average list size of five. Yeah, which is like second highest. Only Empire is just touching 5.1. Um, yeah. So yeah. Sixteen. That is. That is. That's really something. <laughs> I mean, and we we can look at the resistance ships as well. I mean, let's see. Yeah, I mean, oh. the top three is top three is it like sixteen uh, named Y wings. Oh yeah, it, it, I was like, didn't I just say that? But that's because I described like, let's see, let's see what uh, XTC resistance was. Shasa, Vilsa, and Kai, uh, and then some Poes thrown around. Four of the seven had a Poe, two of each. 
Then yep. there's a little Finn and Cass and Ray and Rose and Lega in here as well. Yeah, it looks like uh, it was uh, comprised of Ray or Poe and then Y-Wings and a smattering of something else. Yes, and I think we'll see that there's a lot of cases where it is Ray and Poe, not all. Yeah. You but know, the uh, problem with these Y-Wings is that if you increase the points on them, they become unflyable. Yeah, I mean, you can barely give them more loadout than they have now. So I guess the way to balance them is to keep them at free, but lower their loadout. Sure. But I mean, you still have to fit a cannon. You still have to fit some modification upgrades. Yeah, but you might have to, I mean, at least we could, you, you could get to a point where people have to choose whether they want to have a turret or a bomb. And they're not going to have both. I think the correct answer is turd every time. I tend to agree, but I mean, but who least, knows? Yeah. At least then you can sort of, once you've flown by the Y wings, they're not popping you on the way out as well with a bomb, giving yeah. them time to turn around while you ionized or something, right? I mean, mm. you might be ionized from the turret, so. Who cares? Okay, uh, let's look uh, quickly over the other stats. So list size, we have sort of the spread between how big lists the people fly are sort of like what we've seen before. Uh, so like mostly people are still flying four ships with five ships being sort of the second most popular, then three, then six, then seven, then eight. Uh, it is trending slightly towards larger lists, but what I think is interesting in this event is that we seem we were, and we actually saw it in a couple of events where it was like three and six ships performed very good, four and five ships were had subpar performance. Um, now it seems like five ships are, are, are really coming back. And free ships are not working as well. So instead of three and six, it's now five and six. That seems to be sort of the magic number. But again, these are very crude stats. And they probably tell more about how many viable free ship lists exist right now, rather than you know whether they are actually good to be had, whether it's good to have free ships, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and if we look at the initiative, then we had a trend of sort of I6 really being strong. I6 is dropping a lot. Uh, I, I seem to remember at one point we were sort of near the sort of 70, 80% mark of lists that had an I6. Uh, now we're down to 55% having an I6. If we, if we clump i5 and 6 together we're still over 90% um, but these i5 and i6 driven lists though they make up 90% are like below average yeah whereas together the, they are yeah. yeah whereas the i3 and i4 uh, lists are performing much much better 
like around the 60% mark. Uh, and the other ones are just below 50. And it is when we say like initiative here in the context of list, it is the highest initiative in the list. So we're beginning to see some lists where the highest is three or four. They're still taking up only like 8% of the meta uh, in, the, in, in this tournament at least, but they are really performing. So don't stop yeah. too much in initiative maybe. Yeah, I mean, the initiative five, initiative six, they're, they're just getting the... Uh... They're just getting so close to the middle because there's such a big part of the 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 whole the whole field, you know, because yeah. it's ninety percent. It it can't go very high in the uh, average performance because <laughs> uh, everybody's got them. But no, sure. those who actually opt to go three and four may have something up their sleeve, and they're performing well. Yeah, I mean, they get some more value. Um, obviously, they're giving yeah. up uh, whenever the i5 and i6 uh, list see an i3 or 4 list, then they're like, wait, all my ships are aces now, which is great. But they're also paying for that initiative, right? So, yeah. um, and normally, like in, like in a 2.0 meta, we would have seen that with such a high i5 i6 then the, the the logical counter would be to okay but then i'm just going to go all the way down to i1 and 2 where everything is much cheaper but that seems to be like at least for now gone because there is not really anything that is swarmable at i1 and i2 i mean you can uh, i guess separatists can have the i1 drones right um but that's pretty much it. Uh, otherwise, even if you build swarmy things, you have higher initiative. At least you have some of higher initiatives. Yeah. Because like an empire list, if they're building a swarm, they're surely bringing Jankoists, and then they are already an I4 list, as far as this definition goes. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into uh, let's get into the the actual uh, lists that flew. All right. So, uh, and the first top four here is Wang Case, apparently also known as Obi Wan, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I just realized I was just like, "How Obi Wan?" And I was like, "Oh, Obi Wan. That's funny." Obi Wan. Obi Wan, and this is a separatist list. Um, he finished seventh in Swish and came up here to, to top four. And this is uh, Django with notorious Dooku seismic charges, transponder codes, contraband, slave one title, and Boba Fett gunner. And next to him are two hyenas and three vultures. So yeah. the hyenas are identical. They have FCS, Discord, and energy cell charges. Why choose? When and, you can have both. And then independent calculations and landing struts. That is quite a good value, these Bactoid prototypes, for three points. Three points. So you get a, a yeah. two agility, five-hull ship 
with both Ugh. Discord and Energy Cells, which Ugh. they, by the way, can shoot in the same turn. Yeah, I know. Because they take two calculates with the independent calculations. And then yep. They use one to shoot the Discord, and then they use the, they have to have the other one to shoot the Energy Cells. And then, and then they just die? <laughs> I don't... Do they, though? I mean... Uh, the, I don't know. Uh, yeah, well... Well, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, if you're looking at him, then Jan goes there to clean up. Jesus. Yeah, so two of them. Then you have uh, two more of the Harchal prototypes, which is a vulture, uh, just with energy cells and grappling struts, but normal network calculations for these. And then DFS 081, also with energy cells and struts, and then there's just room for ammunition failsafe. So basically, you have five sets of energy cells, two sets of discords, um, network calculations on the vultures, independent on the hyenas, and if I remember DFS 081 correctly, that is the guy that can do the crit to hit for a calculate. Um, so, yep. Great gives to them, it gives them great defense when they are picking up boxes. And in general, I mean, if you have this little hull, you don't want to be taking crits if you can avoid it. Yeah. I think this is clever. And he lost just one game in Swiss to Vader Defender, Mona Key, and two Jingoists. Uh, to a guy that also eventually ended up in top eight, um, and he played them. He played him again in top eight, actually, and this time he beat him. Ooh, he got him back. He good got him good back. job. Good job, yeah. Obi Wan. Juan. Uh, Obi Wan. I'm thinking that. I mean, that decimator must not be keen. To just having, you know, <laughs> just putting those discords like, eh, here's one. You're gonna shoot it. Eh, you can, you can waste a shot. You don't have that many shot in this four ship list. You're gonna have another one next turn. Um, so you can probably actually down the decimator. However, the two Jinguist with Dead Man Switch is probably not nice for for this um, this list. Anyway, yeah. Should we do right. another top four? Yep. Top four, Kevin O'Connell. And he was flying the Galactic Empire with the very, what do you say? Um, the very familiar yes. roster of Wampa, two Jingoists, Aiden Versio, uh, Vader and the Defender. And Valen Ruder in the uh, Thailand fighter, yeah. So that's five guys, and then uh, Vader and the Defender. Yeah. All the two-pointers that are really worth it, the four two-pointers that are good. Yeah. I need to make sure that one of them has an extra chance at life. And she mm -hmm. also carries a heavy laser cannon. Uh <laughs> I didn't so stupid, elusive, ruthless, 
I think that's a big one, ruthless. Uh, elusive, ruthless, heavy laser cannon, and targeting computer. Yeah. And then oh. later with Malice Duke heavy laser. Yeah. This is basically what Knuckles flew in um, and, and, and became runner up with at Gen Con. Yeah. And he did well. First in Swiss, by the way. Won all his games. Oh, nice. He went win, all win, the way win, to win, top win, four, win, win. where he lost to the eventual tournament winner. Right. Okay. Good job. Um, 28, 70, 12, 24, 7. Oh, wow. Look at this. Game four. Oh, my God. 33 to 5 against got to 33 points. Yeah. How do you even do that? Points. Okay, I mean, so there's a ghost in there. You do that by <laughs> killing... <laughs> you kill Alexander Callis in and, the last round. Uh, no, no, but you need to kill both... I think you need to have killed both Callis and Luke in the last round. Sure. It's a salvage mission. Have fun with that. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, maybe you can all of his games Callis. were one. If you kill Callus and score all the boxes, maybe. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll get back to Daniel I mean, Leon, by the way. All of his games were won convincingly until he lost. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very impressive. Like 28, 17, 12, 24, 17, 33 to 5, 2015, 21 to 6, 27 to 16. And then a 14-20 loss at the end. Yeah. But I mean, that's considering this is like a defender and a and a five ties. Then there's still a lot of output, damage output because Vader is crazy, and if Iden can get that HLC lined up, yeah, ah, it's just money. So very nice, very nice. Then. As a runner-up, we have William Hayes with another Imperial list, but this one we ain't seen before. This is super yeah, this interesting. Is, so, this is something. Yeah, this is something else. Let's start with the only recognizable piece in this list, which is Visir <laughs> with Palpatine. Yeah. Okay, check. That's four points. Then we have Pure Sabak. I think we've talked about positively uh, sort of as like an outlier a number of times with targeting computer and prox mines. So I like heard, that targeting computer on him. I also like the prox mines. <laughs> but I like I like the targeting computer when you have VC around as well to do the coordination. Yeah, right? no, yeah. I mean, uh, Pierce Bag is like you get an extra damn die. Yeah. You need the targeting computer to make that really hurt. Yeah, yeah, and maybe you can you can you could also just use targeting computer and then the palp force. Sure. And that's that's like at range one, that's like getting hit with a rocket. So, ouch. Um, but no, 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 that's not the only striker he brought. He also brought vagabond. Also with prox mines, and also with proton bombs. Ouch. Um, and then he brought countdown. Which is, I think, another really good striker that can do some special things. Uh, he can, like, whenever he's damaged, he can just say, oh, I'll just take a stress. If I'm not already stressed, then I'll just 
whatever damage and crits you made on me, I just take one hit. Thank you. Yeah. But he has also iron bombs, marksmanship, elusive, and targeting computer. Strange putting elusive on countdown. I think it's like, uh, I don't think you use it. If you look at it and say, oh, I can reduce the damage by one, by, you know, well, eh, I don't know. You probably do use it. Like, you don't do the reroll if you know, no matter what I roll, I'm going to take more than one damage. Right. Then you'll just so take, if you're totally avoiding damage. it, then maybe. But if you can either totally avoid it and not take the stress, or even if you can bring it down to just one hit and then sure. not have to take the stress, then it's probably yep. worth it. Makes um, sense. And then finally, which is perhaps even more surprising than the strikers, we have Covenant Goron in the Interceptor, who used to be all the rage back in sort of the first part of 2.5. So Garen with a shield upgrade and sensitive controls. So Garen can yeet uh, an evade over to his friends, and Vizier can, with Palp, can sort of borrow a force to somebody. And yeah, note that this is... all five ships here have free free rats. Yeah, I mean this, this is so off meta. It's not even funny. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and the five ships here has a total of like 25 health, which is not a lot. No, not a uh, lot at all. And an average and of like two no shields, right? And yeah, the only, there's like two shields of Viziers and one yeah. of Goran, right? That's that's it. Um, But I love it, and I love that he made it all the way to the final table with this. Um, and he... That's insane. I mean, look at what he's been through. It's like first game, Hound and a Sea Swarm. A C-95 Swarm. Yeah. Um, well, Hound, three C-95s and two V-Wings. Uh, then he ran into... He won that. Then he went into uh, Rexler in the Defender and Vader in the Axe. Plus one, but two Jinkoists, one that. Um, then we have Scum Lando in the Falcon. Q9, Catbane, Gamut Key, one that. X Vader, another Rexler Brath, Vader, one by Jinkoists. Uh, Vader Defender and the five. Um, the same list as we saw in top four, but not the same guy. And Kylo Hollow Breach. Wait, how does that even add? It does that even add up to twenty? Well, I guess it does. That's actually quite impressive. Uh, and he just continued rolling through first order lists. He took down uh, Django, the free um, hyenas, and the no, the two hyenas and the free. Uh, droids we saw from uh, Obi-Wan before. Um, and even that's impressive. But yeah. if you want to hear more about this list, uh, I can recommend listening to the latest episode of Yaxp, yet another X-Wing podcast. Uh, they're interviewing him this uh, this week. And it's it's quite interesting because we focused a little bit on the whole, well, it's five ships, they all have free rats. 
but this is this is this list is built to win on objectives uh, and he talks a lot about that in uh, in the interview so uh, give it a listen I mean this is like truly exciting to see a list like this go so high I mean I've, I've got a sneaky suspicion that part of this uh like uh, the inherent success of a list like this is that people don't play this at all <laughs> like nobody knows what to do about this no but i mean again it's like this it's not yeah they don't know what to do about this because i mean they all have bombs these strikers yeah. and we're not used to yeah. that i think everybody knows what these strikers do unless they're like really new sure sure because I mean, but, we played but a lot of two pointer, right? Yeah, but you don't but you're know. Sitting I mean, across from three strikers, reapers, and interceptors, like five really nimble and the fast ships. Like, what yeah. do you do? What do you plan? What you're gonna do? Yeah, yeah, and note that the strikers, uh, they can still they are really good at carrying boxes. Just saying. Because yeah. they can still do their do their boost, because it's not an action. Um, and actually, I think, even though it has some unfortunate circumstances related to it, the fact that the that the ailerons was changed from being a maneuver to to not, then it actually makes them. I think it's part of making them viable again, because before you could risk bumping a friendly on the ailerons taking a damage and then also bumping on the maneuver taking another damage and that's like yeah. half your striker uh, <laughs> now you just fail the first action and and then that's it um, so i guess if you fly them well then you can probably make it work and i mean goran is good we saw that in with the with the whole <clears throat> what was that discipline thing that uh, geesley also flew we had like Goran mm. and Nash and wasn't it Discipline Ruthless or something? I think you had Goran Nash and three sabers, I wanna say, with Discipline. Um oh, yeah. and okay. were just, it was just that might dumb. Be it. um but but Goran's ability to just yield and evade over is like super strong, especially when you also yeah, have yeah. palp in that list. Um so yeah, and everybody here can move. I mean, even the Reaper is like super fast. Oh yeah. If it wants to be. Yeah. So cool. we're up to the first place. Yeah. Have you seen this name before? I think I've seen this name before. Oh yeah. Christopher Patrick, also known as Crispy. Yeah. And this is the asterisk on why scum is the worst. Yeah, because they're also the best. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher Patrick has been... Yeah, he's got a number of... A few first in cut. Actually, one in the Celeste Galaxies, Kyber Cup. So he's a veteran player. This time around, he brought a four-ship scum list. Crazy, right? Oh, yeah, also four ship also being the worst statistically. Yeah. 
So he's the only one working towards it being good. All the other ones were sucking hard. He's anyway, in part. the... Yeah, he did his part. In the ST-70, we got the Mandalorian and uh, with quite a load up. Predator, Duke, uh, Fen Rao crew, the child crew, Jamming Beam, uh, whatever, Greedo, Gunner, and the Race Crest title. I so, so yeah, that's... I have so many questions. Yeah. Like, like, why does he have Duke? Where, uh, where, 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 where is he even getting the evade? Can jump, jump masters evade? No, they can't. No, no it's not an evade. It's not a jump master. It's the racer. No, no, I mean, I, he's got Manor on the list. Oh. Um, I mean, I guess he does have an evade action. Yeah, he's got a native evade barrel action. And evade, yeah. Okay, so that might be it. Um, yeah, he's got Fenrau, one of before friendly ships, here to do engage. This is real maneuvers, one speed or higher. Enemy ship in its blah blah. Remove, okay, removing non lock red tokens, sure. I, I, I guess he just takes the evade because he has focus modifiers from the child and he's getting his locks from elsewhere. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, the rest of his list uh, is a uh, Cat Bane in the Rogue class. And he's decked out with Iron Cannon Jamming Beam, False, false Transponder Codes, Contraband Cybernetics, Xanadu Blood, which uh, is the title, adding Succus and Iron Bombs to the mix. Succus Crew, that is. Mm. Nice. So Here's a whole lot of scumminess going on. Yeah, there's a ton of control there. Yeah. Iron Bomb, I mean, Cannon, you got False Transponder Codes, you got Succus to remove. Uh, uh, a re reroll uh, defense die. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got you know yeah you got iron bombs to leave some control in the back as well. Yep. So yeah. Okay, that's only twelve points of the list. So now we got Manaru and Jump Master, and Manaru has notorious uh, talent, jamming beam, a lot of jamming beams. <laughs> Wonder if he ever used them. Uh, overtuned modulators, punishing one title, and the droid R5P8. Uh, that's a crit, it's, crit droid. No, it's a reroll droid. It's yeah, well, it is. The oh pain, yeah, the I, pain, but right, oh, if you yeah, yeah, you, you bot, can spend yeah. a charge to get a reroll. If you hit, if you roll a hit, a crit, then you take a crit. And something, yeah. All right. Um. And then we have in the Hawk 290 Gamut key to enable him to keep circular tokens on a specific yeah. ship. And there's a crew protector club for coordination and deadman switch. Yeah. So 
this mana rule can very easily be double modded, either with Gamut's help or without. Uh, Overtune yeah. modulators play really well with Gamut key because yep. if you can just keep those tokens around, then you don't necessarily take all the strains. Uh, Gar Saxon crew there means he wants to lock, and then she can get an extra red die. And on top of that, she's notorious, so you don't want to shoot her, and she has native rerolls as well. Um, in case you Saxon? It's a gunner. Oh, there's a gunner. All oh, right, I clicked the Yasby link. It doesn't translate. Car Saxon, right? Oh. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so Manaru hits like a truck. Cat Bane controls. And I mean, I guess Mando hits pretty hard as well with, with if he's like duking and even if he's only using the force for mods as well, he also has his ability to mod dice, uh, which is like a fearless kind of thing, but up to range two, but it requires two ships instead of one mm -hmm. shooting at you. Then, I mean, oh. So you have like two heavy hitters and a control piece. Yeah. And a coordinator. And one support piece. Yeah. All right, so that's the winner, and uh, he had what one loss in the Swiss? Yeah, he lost to a Boba Emon Canonless. Oh, that's poetic. Lost against another scum player. Yeah, I mean, they're even feeding off themselves. Oh, Christ. Game number three, another scum list went 20 to 1. Ouch. Oof. On scramble. Yeah. Oh my god, in top 16, he went 20 0. Yeah. Against a, a, a rebelist. On salvage? That seems unfeasible. I, I mean, once we get into the cut, I'm all. I'm always a little bit uh, like, yeah, the scores might or might not be right. Nah, true. Against Daniel Leon, he's a very good player, but uh, it oh, it could of course have been one of those where, like, the first two rounds just played out in a way where Daniel was like, nah, I'm not gonna win this now. Yeah. I concede. He killed my callus and Luke did no damage. It, it did play four <laughs> rounds, though. Mm. Yeah, okay. I must almost be a concession involved in, for the callus to die that quickly. Yeah. So that was uh, the top four there. Um, and um, I've actually heard that Crispy here is. I think it was in was it fly better he was on or gsp it was probably gsp actually fly better only interviews runner-ups i don't know but uh he's now playing separatists uh in nova this weekend i heard and that might that was something with two fire sprays being involved but i mean just look at this guy's record lately like he won let's see where did it start it was the first one to really make. He, he did a top eight at some point with like Vader and Deathrain, uh, Vader Defender and Deathrain, the first like real big 
Vader Defender works back in 2.0. And since then, he's just been on a roll. He won Solist earlier this year. Uh, he in, in the beginning of July, he won Kyber Cup Season 6. And he was third in Swiss and top 16 at Gen Con. Yeah, it's impressive. So, uh, yeah. It's not a list I would run, though. (laughs) At all. No, this list? No. But, I mean, it is something like this you need if Scum is to work. And I think he, the fact that he went up from three to four ships is probably vital. I think that is needed. And cannot imagine that this mana rule with just a little bit less loadout used to be four points back at 2.5. But yeah. Um, okay. Uh, then I think we actually be, we, we are missing a list, sort of, a little bit. Because yeah, there don't... was a player here, Alan Clark. Ended up I'm sure s- that that he was uh, that he was flying separatists at no uh, like uh, what do you say? It, it didn't nudge you a little bit in the shout out, but go ahead. <laughs> anyway, so oh, Galactic Republic, that is. Yeah, no, we have here Alan Clark, who actually went undefeated day one, but couldn't attend day two. Yeah. And he has a very interesting uh, uh, five-ship Republic list. So get a load of this. We just talked about how Republic is a lad and four aces. Or it could also be lad, but let's pick Hawk instead, uh, which is like swoop undercover, right? Uh, So Hawk, dedicated, barrage rockets, commandos, uh, and agile gunner. Okay, let's also take another traditional piece like Contrail, but let's do him with both Iron Limiter Override and Precision Iron Engines, so we can do like two sloops and barrel roll after doing them. Uh, the yeah. Besh Config and Prox Mines. Um, I mean, what can be scary about an I-5 just choosing freely whether to do a 2K or two sloop to either side? And doing a barrel roll afterwards, and then next turn dropping a prox mine on you. I'm sure that's fine. Uh, then we see the return, the triumphant you return see that coming. of Rick Ali, who we haven't seen in a while in the Republic because he's five points. Uh, mm-hmm. Here with Daredevil, FCS, uh, Advanced Proton Torpedoes, and R2C4 which is the droid where you can spend your evade to change a focus to a hit, I think. Yep, yep, correct. So that's a easy double mods if you don't think you need your evade. Um, and you, because you can you could get the evade from full throttling. And then um, that's sort of the first 13 points. And then sort of to, to round them off, let's just take a, a stop in the C95 with a shield upgrade. Stop is the one where if you do like a one or three speed, you get an extra red. And if you do a two or four, you get an extra green. Yeah. Um, And then finally, broadside 
in a Republic Y-Wing, we haven't seen those in a while, with dedicated Iron Cannon Turret, R4, Proton Bomb, and Fuses. Five Ship Republic, beat everybody uh, on day one. Very nice. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot of, a lot of nonsense. That is a lot of load of nonsense. Um, but hey, what's not to like? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Very good. Yeah. Um, pick up the litter? Um, I guess we could try it. What do I like? I know what you like. Oh, I know. Not that, not that. Not that. Okay, I'll scroll to the bottom. <laughs> Let's see, who's the worst rebel player? Oh, you're going that way, huh? Hey, there's a U-Wing here. What? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. one. There's one U-Wing, Magva. Along with a B-Wing, a Y-Wing, and an X-Wing. I mean, what's not to love? Like, Luke, Magva, <laughs> Gina, Dutch. What's not to like? Um, sounds like a janky, janky rebel list. Exactly. All right, I've got one. Yeah. Uh, sixth in Swiss, top cut. Um, went out in top 16. We got Eric Garcol, and he's Eric. got Poke Commander, Heroic, Ferrosphere Paint, R4, Integrated Asphalt, and Proton Torpedoes. I love nice. Yeah, I'm starting to look at him quite favorably. Uh, and Ray in the Scavenge YT. With Heroic, Rostico, Novice Technician, Finn, Engine Upgrade, and Ray's Millennium Falcon title. Nice. Well, this seems to be a thing, putting Novice Technician on the, on the Ray build now. Yeah. Mm, and the Novice Technician does, at the end of the round, you may roll one attack die to repair one face-up damage card, then on a hit, expose one damage card. Okay. Wait, um, uh, does Finn also work on defense? Yeah. Okay, so if you're defending from the front, you roll your you roll your single green, and if you roll yep. a blank, you add the Finn blank. Yeah. Add the Finn. And, heroic. And heroic the both. Yeah. Oh. That's the thing. That's the kind of dirt that involves Finn. Okay. Yeah. And not really going heavy in the relieving stresses. Uh, with the uh, Corsella upgrade, uh, slapping engine upgrade on, on there uh, instead. Yeah. Which is fine, sure. Uh, then uh, accompanying Ray and Poe in the Armada is the two Y Wings, one of them being Wilsa Tesla, Einken turret, bomblet generator, engine upgrade, and targeting computer. And the 
L4ER5 droid. Everybody knows what that does. But for those who have been living in a cave, it is at the start of the engagement phase, you may transfer one calculate token to a friendly ship and you get a rotate to a calculate action. Nice. Yeah, and in, and addition, to that, you, okay. in addition to that, you also you can get calculates like just by boosting or, or target, uh, lock. target locking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, because that's the uh, Y-wing uh, intuitive interface thingy, right? Yeah. And then in the other Y-wing, we got Sasha Zaro, and she has Tearful Belly Run because it's zero points. <laughs> Uh, Ankan turrets, uh, problem bomb, engine upgrade, and targeting computer. That's a lot of stuff for three points. That's a lot of stuff for three points. For a double modded turret shot and bombs. I like it. Yeah, with a boost. This, this is basically the list I'm going to take now to the next X Wing, uh, you know, game night. Yeah. But I mean, Sixth in Swiss, he did he did okay. He lost one game in Swiss to two fast breaks in Canaan. Who knew? Yeah, we've seen uh, Justin Williamson here, who ended up just outside the cut, uh, taking down quite a few prospects if scalps or people in the cut. And unless there's more than one Boba Iman, let's see. So he beat Crispy, who won. He beat Eric, who was top 16. He beat Jarek. No, he lost to Jarek, who was also top 16. Oh my god, what a day at the office. <laughs> so he didn't sure. make cut, but he played five games. He played like one guy who ended up almost at the bottom. And then he played four people who ended up in the cut. Okay. And beat two of them. Including the eventual winner. That is a rough day at the office. You should be like honorable entrance to the cut with the that kind of. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we kind of threw you under the bus there. So yeah, you're through to the switch <laughs> to the cut. Yeah, and it did it was two fire sprays and Canaan. I don't know. I don't know if I want to support people flying two fire sprays, but. Uh... But we could... No, definitely not. Okay, but um, we need to at least briefly look at Daniel Leon here. Uh, we talked about it before with the Callus uh, uh, list here. So we have Callus yep. in the VCX with Dorsal, Hondo, Ghost Title, and Saw Guerrero Crew. Then next to him, we have Luke with shattering shots and trick shots and proton torpedoes and R3. <laughs> that trick could shot, be some nasty yeah. torpedoes <laughs> if you end up taking an obstructed yeah. uh, uh, obstructed shot uh, with both of these. Um, and then we have Aaron Kraken, uh, who, if you don't remember, uh, whenever he, after he's attacked, he can uh, coordinate a friend 
Yeah. So that's great. Elusive, FCS, and Iron Torpedoes. And then just to make sure that he shoots first, he is I-5, so technically it's not needed. But Fen Rao in the Seathapede with Swarm Tactics can bring him up there. Tristan Wren. Don't remember what Tristan Wren does. And R4 Astromech over on the Seathapede. Tristan is while friendly unit at range 03 performs a missile attack. You may spend one charge. If you do, the attacker may change one hit to a crit. And there's one reoccurring charge. So, what, on a missile attack, you say? Yeah. Oh, but it's just special attack then. So it would work mm. for Luke's proton torpedoes. Yeah, it must be a... Yeah, it might be a torpedo I can... Yeah, it's probably a tor torpedo attack. Okay. I bet. No, no, or just like one of those, you know, with the with the little the special sure. missile thing yeah, special. that means okay. uh, that makes sense. you don't get range bonuses. So that would be both the iron torpedoes and uh, the proton torpedoes. Aaron's iron yeah. iron torpedoes and Luke's protons. Well, you won't be using it on the iron torpedo. Doesn't doesn't matter if it creates or not. No, true. That actually, that's actually right. So it's just to make uh, Luke extra dangerous. Yep. Probably just because you have the points. Um, then I was thinking we need to figure out where those black squadron aces are at. Okay, so I found. That's right. I found okay. all five of them. In the single list. Yeah, number thirty here. Yeah. Well, we have Anthony Marchant, aka Innkeeper 16, who has Ferrof okay. with Agent Callus, Disciplined and Baffle, Visir, Ablative Plating, Imperial Super Commandos. So two Reapers. Yep. Um, Wampa with Elusive, and then five Black Squadron Aces with Discipline. So. Two, four, six, That's, eight. Eight ships. Yeah. All That's right. like six TIE Fighters and two Reapers. And of all your ships, then six of them has Disciplined. Oh, and, and, and besides bringing eight ships, you're also bringing two Commando tokens. <laughs> so potentially you have, you have like 10 units on the board. Yeah. And of those 10, two, <laughs> two of those are medium bases. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a lot of real estate. That is indeed a lot of real estate. Uh, and he went the saddest route. Uh, won his first three games. And then, oh, he yeah. got, then he got paired into a top eight and a top four. Uh, and oh, crap. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Very we cool. solve solve the riddle of of the five black squadrons. We did indeed. So, what about all those resistance things? So let's yeah, just sort of. I mean, I think briefly. I think the I think the uh, what do you call it? The liner. The what do you call it? Oh yeah, the theme. 
the theme, yeah, is the theme of um, being Y-Wings. Yeah, I mean, yeah. here we have, like, let's see, Chewie, Flyboy Poe, Finn in the pod. Is it all that upgrades? I'm missing something. Chewie, Poe, Finn, Wilster. Am I not, am I not just not seeing something? It's only a four-ship list. Okay. Yeah, two seven-ships. Two seven-pointers. So Chewy that's Poe. Matthew LeBrock. He went top eight, tenth in Swiss. Uh, mm. Also in top eight, we have Poe, Cass, mm. Kai, Shasa, Wilsa. So three Y-Wings, a Fireball, <laughs> and Poe. Yeah. Uh, then we had Eric, we talked about before, with the Ray Poe, two Y-Wings. Mm-hmm. And the final in the cut is Joss Calmoni with another Ray, Ray Commander Poe, Poe, yeah. Oh, that was one more in the cut here in top 32. We have Dread Champ, and this is just crazy. So that's Cass oh, wow. and the Fireball, Finn and Rose in the pods, and then yep. free Y-Wings. Yeah. Liga, Shasha, and Kai. With all the things. Even got missiles on one of them. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, because Lega is a full point Y wing. So yep. she gets some extra loadout. <laughs> because they need extra loadout. Well, at four points, uh, they do. Sure. <laughs> but I mean, she has an iron cannon turret and concussion missiles and proton bombs. So she has all yep. the things. And targeting computer engine upgrade, barely run, and then just automated target priority on top to get some extra calculates. And the uh, resistance that didn't make it was a Nianum, Rose Tico, Finn, and three Y Wings. But still a decent showing at 30, uh, 33rd spot in Swiss. Yeah, and there should be there should be one more, right? Yeah, seventy ninth place. That's Lega, Teza, Kai, oh, Sasha, Wilsa, and and Jerk Jaeger. That's five <laughs> so Y wings and a five. Five Y wings and five. Yeah, so there's an optimum. There's an optimal There's an amount optimal of Y-Wings. That's number. also what we learned, right? That yeah. free Y-Wings... Don't go more than, don't don't go go more than four. I'd probably not even go more than three, right? Yeah. If we are to learn from this particular tournament. Yeah, but the three one at, at spot 33, he had two pots that kind of make up for one Y-Wing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Y-Wing Enthusiast would disagree. Nobby has joined the chat. Yeah, it's a little bit ago. Okay. I'm sorry, Nobby. We haven't been away, Nobby. You no. just haven't joined us. I think, didn't we record two weeks ago? We yeah, did. we did. This is like a regular schedule. We even talked about you earlier, but... Nah. 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 Nah, I'm not gonna nerd Nobby. Nah, let's not. Let's not nerd Nobby. Anyway, so where are we? We've got a we've got a thing. We got a thing. 
You want to do the, the do the thing really quick? Uh, the faction. Uh, the faction, faction distill run through, which is like a new thing I just made up. That's kind of awesome. That is excellent. where to start list building with a meta list. That's a catchphrase and a half. Um, it is indeed. All right. So All for right. those of you on stream, I'm quickly going to turn on PVM again. So yeah. the idea here was I call it a faction distillation. So the general idea was to sort of go through sort of faction by faction and just talk about like if we were to sum up a faction in like a few sentences, uh, what would it look like? And then maybe talk about some of the things that is not being seen that, that we think could could be interesting to experiment with. All right. Um, so, uh, if we you start, start with first order, I'll, I start. Uh... I start with first order. Then, then you'll see the concept and and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, in first order, then where do you start? Well, you probably start with adding Commander Malaris in the FO, as sixty-eight percent of other people have done. Um. Then once that is in place, then you can look at some of your other options, like Kylo in the Whisper, which almost half people do, and they, he performs pretty well. Uh, and probably Scorch uh, and Grudge, and and then that that then you're off to the races, right? Um, Nightfall and Whisper. Then you have you can look at Nightfall uh, in the Whisper, or you can replace the Kylo with the Silence Kylo. That's also decently popular. Silence Kylo doesn't perform that well though. Um, Gideon in the Psy is actually surprising, in that he's in almost twenty percent of the list, and he has quite a high performance. So I think it might be worth looking at him. Uh, Especially in in a game where you actually need to kill things to get points, so it's more likely that you don't just half them and don't get a lot of use out of Gideon. Mm. So maybe that's a thing, like Gideon and maybe some of the bombers. Then you could actually use their guns for something. I don't know. Um, so I think I would I would look there, and then despite the stats saying the opposite, I would also be looking at quick draw because he is right. the ultimate brawler. That is my very quick take on FO. What do you think? Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, let's move on to Empire. <clears throat> if you want to build with Empire, you could take a look at the average performance. And Gideon Haskin, the TIE Fighter, being top performer at 63.8%. And Captain Oiken, a close second at 61.5%. And they do have like a 10% and under 10% in list. So, so it's a small sample size. Yeah. No. But their performance is good. But if you want to take the flavor of the month or the flavor of the last few months, <laughs> you can go with ISP Jingoists and Wampa 
being in almost four out of every five lists in the Jingoists and like six out of ten lists with Wampa. True. Um, and they're performing well, well over 50%. So that's a thing. And that if you want to flavor them and you're giving them a little bit of backup, uh, extra life, you can put Iden Versio in there. Is quite a bit of uh, representation on the field, also with a good percentage. Yep. Um, Vizier has decent, uh, decent representation, and uh, just over sixty percent, just under sixty percent uh, performance rating. And then, I mean, there are a lot of ships in Empire that are between fifty and fifty-five percent. But Ed, what if I would like an ace or like a centerpiece? What would I do then? Ooh, you could go for Darth Vader, 35% of lists, or Darth Vader in 35% of lists, yeah, both uh, one being the advanced and one being the defender. Uh, they're, they're similar stats. A uh, little over 50% in performance. So, 70% of lists have Vader in them, pilot-wise. Okay, so everything else is like uh, around the 10% margin, margin. Yeah. But I think that is sort of empire, right? Uh, I yeah. mean, you can also be brave and then look at the runner-up in the tournament we just looked through. Um, I should say that the, the numbers we're rattling off now are all based on all the large tournaments that has been in sort of 2.6 or okay uh, since the latest it, but it's only the larger tournaments because okay, 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 okay. there's too many outliers in the other ones okay um but then let me continue to uh republic uh yeah. in a vain attempt to keep the speed up here so what are your baseline in Republic? Well, you're probably bringing a lot. Um, and actually, according to this, if we're assuming that nobody brings two lots in one list, which I think is an almost safe assumption, then 85, 86% of all Republic lists have either Hawk or Hound, with Hound being much, much more popular um, and slightly better performing, but it's probably meh probably rounds out uh, so that's a thing then uh, you're probably also bringing contrail in the Wii wing uh, though click is also a good bet uh, they are or both I mean they're just three points uh, very good performance very popular as well and then uh, maybe you want to bring uh, some sort of Jedi uh, that could be like a quarter of people are bringing Anakin he is more than anything he's the best performing pilot in all of the faction which is scary because the faction is pretty good uh and he is actually and this is the 7b anakin performing really really well 68 percent performance based on more than 20 appearances that is really solid so go go anakin 
You could also be like some of those special snowflakes that want to bring him in the other two. I just insulted a whole generation. Uh, but as it turns out, those 15% of people are sort of mostly wrong because that's subpar performance. At least statistically. I think, personally, I think the other two is just too fragile. Uh, but if you really like to work on a racer's edge and you're good at it, then it's probably very, very good. Um, I.e. that's not me. Uh, some sort of Obi-Wan, probably the either sprite version, more than a third of the list, decent performance, Ahsoka as well, uh, Luminara also works well, I mean a lot of the Jedi's are being sort of represented here, um, no word from Barris though, maybe she was just put in a prison, who knows. Um, yeah, and I think that is that's pretty much Republic of Faction. I don't know what to look for. I think putting these together in new exciting ways, uh, you can really change the list a lot based on how you uh, gear up the nut. Uh, I mean, do you want it to coordinate? And put you put either, like, you're obviously going to put Seven Fleet Gunner in there. I think that is a given. Uh, but do you want to want to go with Yoda for that kind of support and force um, and a purple coordinate or do you want to go with uh, some of the more interesting things with Freebio and, and Kreis for uh, for chucking some defensive calculates out to your aces or maybe there is and that's actually not a big push that could be even more interesting crew combinations that you could look at. There's so much crew in Republic um, that are, sort of have interesting support capabilities. So yeah, that's Republic. Cool. I just realized it was a big no-no putting you into Republic because you can go on and on about everything Republic. I really tried to read brief. <laughs> You're fine. Speaking of that, uh, would you want to do Rebels? Or... Yeah, I want to do Rebels. I wouldn't mind doing Resistance as well, but, you know. Uh, okay, so with the Rebel Alliance, uh, if you want to fly a B-Wing, don't, because the only real representative one is at 36 or 37% win rate. So Tenom is not doing his job Y-Wings in Rebels? No, it's, uh, don't do that. Although Dutch Vander is in 30% of the list, he's not doing very well. Well, compared so to don't the do faction that. average, he's not that far down. Yeah, but he's 46%. That's still bad. Hmm. Um, so you might want to try the YT-1300 because both Han Solo and Lando are doing quite well. Lando being the top performer in the uh, faction at 50, uh, almost 60%. And Han has 53%. So, and if you want to run an A-wing with them, you might want to look at a Sogatano, who has quite a good uh, showing. But the other A-wings just don't seem to cut it. Oh, poor Jake. At yeah, not doing that's it. not good representation. Jake is better than 36. Yeah, might just be residual 
<laughs> instances of people who don't want to don't know what to do with Jake. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, Derek, Jake, and Arvel all cost the same amount of points, don't they? Or is Derek even yeah. free? Yeah, is Derek, Derek might be. Free. Is Arvel free as well? Yeah, you might be right. Okay, maybe Jake is just overcosted. That maybe that's the problem. Yeah. Okay. But if you want a small support chip like Jake that actually does well, uh, you might just want to take Fenra on the sheath beat, which almost 40% of the list do, and with a pretty decent, slightly over average uh, performance, uh, which actually is way over average for the whole faction. Um, so, and if you're talking T65s, uh, you really shouldn't, because both Wedge and Luke, who are at almost, they're both around the 60% mark in lists, they're just uh, in the middling part of uh, performance. 50% and 51%. Thane, don't even look at him. Colby, although in the X-Wing, is almost 60%. And 20% of the lists, he's doing quite well. So if you want to do something in, in Rebels, you want to take Lando in the T YT-1300 <laughs> and Kobe Sparato in the X-Wing. All sure. right, and you might want to sprinkle in with one TIE fighter, bringing Ezra in there for, uh, for good measure. Because 10% yeah. of the list. Ezra with his good friend K2SO. Yeah. Uh, he's doing quite well, 53%. 11% of lists. And then, if you need to fill it up with a U-Wing, go with Benthic, because he's actually doing well. And since you already have Fen Rao as a coordinator, you don't need Aaron if you really have to. He's not that bad. He's around the 50% mark in 12% of lists. I think he's great value. Competent oh, yeah, he absolutely is. He's absolutely a great value. It's just the rebels haven't found what they can do uh, without being an alpha list. Yeah, I They'll think find it. I, I think you just need to when you build a rebel list, you need to focus on something that is not just torpedoes. Maybe yeah, torpedoes. Sure. Yeah. Maybe maybe just don't even bother bringing torpedoes. Well, if you're bringing Luke, then you're bringing a torpedo, but. Um, Maybe don't don't think. Try to build a list that is great at torpedoes and uh, can be even better at torpedoes because no. it all it all just ends in tears once you get those chaff clouds in your face. Uh, I think I think the answer is in bulk and action efficiency, like usual. Yep. For full U wings, great rebel crew. Yep. Yeah, I so think. So you want to head on down to Scum and Villainy? Yeah, I can do that. You can sum up resistance afterwards. Uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's so quickly. It's just, I mean, yeah. So, Scum, uh, first of all, reconsider your life choices. Uh, then add Manaru. Um, Manaru is only in like set, uh, one in seven lists. Uh, yeah. Very, very solid performance. Uh, we've seen her again and again and again. Like she is the shared piece between many different builds. Very good. Um, 
other good pieces that seem to stand out is like Emon. I think he has he must have had good loadout or something. Uh, Kath Scarlet, the same Kath Scarlet is actually ironically the best performing scum piece with an ability that only works with generics in an age where nobody flies generics. Not even that is ironic. Scarlet. It's super ironic, but um, it must be a loadout or initiative thing or something. Um, but Kath works great. Uh, I blame Nicholas uh, personally. Um, Always blame Nicholas. Yeah, probably do. Uh, other good performance are like Q90 uh, in the ST70, uh, also working out quite well. People, it's sort of whether you take him or Mando, like you can save a point by going one way or the other. Uh, you could, of course, also just follow the the buttload of people who think like, well, the key to scum is just to make Boba work, and um. I'm not saying you can't, Which I'm is... just saying nobody has succeeded in doing that. Yeah. Uh, as for a little surprise bit, uh, I would say uh, uh, two things. Apparently, more than one in five scum lists are bringing Lima Kai in the Y-Wing. I have no idea why. Your average performance with her is 37%, so stop. Um, Don't do it. And... Uh, one in eight is bringing Bosk, uh, who's also performing incredibly strangely bad at just the 36% mark. Uh, so, so so stop trying to make that work as well. Uh, don't do fangs. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, Rook Cast is beginning to see some play in the gauntlet uh, as a cheaper option to Maul, especially now that Maul got raised points so now there's two points between them and rook cast can sort of really effectively push out a lot of damage and still carry some interesting uh, jank so maybe look at that um and also see a lot of people trying to make cat bane work that's like one in five most haven't found the recipes it's just 37 percent. so scum the satisfaction 46 percent average not great. All right then. Okay, so how quickly can you summarize resistance? Pretty quickly. Um, if you want to play with a hot, hot uh, wiring um, pilot, don't do sorry bliss. Even though that she's the hottest one, because she's also the worst performing one. Uh, go with Teza, Vilsa, Sasha, or Lega. Or even Kai. No, not Lega, only Kai. Uh, so we got four Y-Wing uh, pilots that are around 55 to 60%-ish. Yeah, yeah especially sure. Wilsa and Jasa also yeah. being played a lot. Yeah, they're like half of the list. And with 59% or 55% uh, performance. Uh, so Y-Wings are, are the thing. And if you want to sprinkle it with a Fireball, don't go Jaeger. Go Kazuda Zonio, the best pilot in the galaxy. Um, don't take a transport. Just don't. Uh, if you want to take a transport, take the pod instead. And if you're taking a pod, don't go BB-8, even though she's really cute. Just go Rose Teagle or Finn. Because they're doing well. 
Uh, sorry, Nobby. No A-Wings. They're just too expensive. Don't get hurt. They're performing horrendously. And I'm not going to go into specifics. Uh, so you're good with going with Scammon's YTs. Uh, Ray's doing okay. But Chewie's doing much better. Uh, Chewie's almost uh, 61% performance in like one out of every 11 list. Yeah, best in faction. Yep. And then we got the staple of the resistance being the T70 X-Wings. Uh, Poe Flyboy, he's okay. Uh, but he's in like half of the list. And uh, Commander Poe, he's in like uh, 18% of the list and also doing okay. And if you don't like Poe, you can take Jessica Pava instead, who's doing just equally, equally okay. But don't take Tamin or Nian. They're not, not there yet. So, best performer, Chewie. <laughs> Then, then followed closely by the Y Wings, and then honorable mentions to Kazuda, and I guess Finn in the Resistance transport pod. Let's be nice about Rose as well. I actually think that one of the great things about picking Chewie over Ray is that then you can have Ray in the Gunner slot, and yeah. the, perhaps the even better option is that. If you bring Ray, then you need Finn and Rose crew, which means you can have Finn and Rose pod. True. So, um, yeah. But I think, I mean, fill up with Y-Wings at the end and then start from either Poe or, or YT-1300, right? Yeah. Something like that. I would say there's one thing that the stats, I, I believe in Covanel. Though she doesn't, yeah. you know, operate at the moment. Um, but I believe in Covenel. Okay then. She's good. Value. She's in. Yeah. Maybe just need to pair her with the right stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Separatist Alliance, your your turn, my dear Jan. Yes. Okay. So you can do what. Uh... 61% of other people do and um, and put in Django first. You would be wrong uh, because what you want to do is you want to put in Grievous first. Uh, only 55% of people actually have Grievous in their separatist list, which means that we can prove that 45% of people are wrong. Um, so yeah, that's just what I wanted to say. Uh, Cat Bane, also very, very good pick. Only just over a third have him in, but maybe it's like in Iceland where the rogue class is not generally available. Who knew? Um, mm. What's going on with Sam Vazell? Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny because Sam actually has like crazy. He's actually the best in faction, like in the 64% range uh, with one in eight bringing him. Um, I don't know if that works in practice. Um it seems like the yeah. deviation is low on Sam. It is a little low, so it seems like this is like uh oh, this would borderline take you to the cut, but probably not yeah. much further. Because 
I think the big thing about Sam is that he eats up so many of your points. He's sort of like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He works like Vader Defender, right? And he's also the same cost. Uh, that is some one of those ships where your opponent either like look at him and say, okay, I'm going to kill him or I'm going to completely ignore him. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit harder to completely ignore him as well as you could in 2.0 where you could just like point all your arcs away and you only shot once per game or once per turn right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, in an objective situation it's you're probably going to end up pointing at him once in a while um but it is really good and it turns out that bonus attacks are good and notorious Absolutely. on sam is just dirty and you have you have like a range of force crew you can put on the separatist faction as well yeah um how, it, how about them vultures? How about them vultures? So, um, I mean, it is uh, whether you go with the hot shawl, which doesn't seem to be the most popular choice, but is the most efficient, or the separatist drones, then that's all fine and dandy. You probably want DFS 081. At least most people seem to think so. It is really, really good to turn, down, turn down crits. Uh, free eleven, eh, not so much. Sunfac, delightfully inefficient. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, you might make it work uh, in the right list. I think it's still pretty expensive, but yeah. And then the backside prototypes is uh, the less chosen hyena, but uh, they perform better. So. Uh, so uh, so give that a try yeah that was a very quick faction essentials i think yeah if we look at sort of the overall stats then uh, we can see overall cat scarlet is the best ship at the game according to this um at 74 percent average performance followed closely by emperor in the type ea who we didn't even talk about uh but Ember is at 71%, so maybe that's wow. worth trying. Okay. Most popular is Jinguist, followed by Malaris in the FO, and then by Wampa. And the worst ship in the game is Greer. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, at the 24 percentile. Oh. Jesus. He's, he wins one out of every four games. Bottom table for you, Greer. Yeah, over there with Eloasti, Genesis Red, and Thane Kyrell. Yeah. That's just sad. Okay, we did that reasonably quickly. Yes. I'm proud of us. That's what we can do There's when there's only two of us. Yeah, uh, where, we sort of, where we sort of tried. So, I think that was, um, that was sort of all... We That's had it. On, the, on the program today. Uh, we also closing in on, on two and a half hours. So, um, oh Jesus, that's perfect. I mean, I have vacation tomorrow. It's one o'clock here. It's, it's fine. it'll be fine. <laughs> it, it's fine. It'll be fine. Sure. So, we want to close this bit out. Um, well, I actually have one uh, sort of little notice. Um, I'm suspecting we have a lot of Nordic listeners, so. Um, or even for you in the Ooh, rest of right. Europe. Uh, 
we still have uh, the Nordic qualifier going on. Um, uh, Andreas Carlsen, who is sort of organizing, uh, told us today mm -hmm. in uh, on the events page that uh, tickets are not up for sale yet. They are waiting until they have solid confirmation that the kit has arrived at the store. Uh, okay. So he just want to be really sure that uh, that everything is in order, uh, and it should be so shortly. Uh, cool. So, uh, and incidentally, what 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 was the date on the Nordic? That is a great question, uh, and one that I intend to Did answer I put you on while the spot? I just faff a little bit over it. No, 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 no. It's just a click away. Uh, Nordic X Wing qualifier. Here we go. How, how did? Oh come on, Facebook! <laughs> you can do better Nordic. than this. Oh come on, Nordic World Wallet. Here we go. I got it. It is November fifth and sixth in the great right. city of Jutebor. Jutebor in Sweden. Nice. Okay, so fifth and sixth of november mark your calendars folks yeah. i'm gonna try and make it maybe yeah maybe yeah and uh, come down and get your asses kicked by the likes of uh nicholas god king of the north or oh i'd love to, for him to kick my Berlin, ass who is also apparently coming um oh nice and I mean, he is in many ways pretended to the throne. No, actually, he's not. He won the last one. No, that was Swedish nationals. Okay, well, is uh, one, of the, one of the way. one of the king, one of the other kings in the north. Uh, and Andreas will surely be there since he's arranging. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, I will be there. A lot of the pink guys will be there. And who knows? Maybe oh, will Rune be there? Rune is confirmed. Cool. And he's in is my car and the, in my, in my uh, Airbnb. Oh, cool. Is uh, the pink white hope? Oh, the Silas beast? Yeah. I honestly don't know. Maybe I should. Right. Uh, maybe I should make an effort. Uh, to figuring out if uh, if that is indeed the case. Uh, I don't think he has responded yet. So I'm going to send mm -hmm. him a link and say, I hope to see you there. Do that. But until we see you there, there's probably a couple of more uh, episodes to do. And for now, we say goodbye. And move on to shoutouts. We do. Jan? Yes. I want to shout out Gisli, who is currently in Berlin getting drunk. Oh, he's lost. He's lost. I mean, we saw we saw uh, videos earlier where he was singing uh, "Who the fuck flies malice" in a beer <laughs> over somebody <laughs> trying to play the actual song. It was glorious. Yeah. That was wonderful. We might actually just put that on the page. Um... <laughs> Okay. Um, any more? Is that it? Are you done? Um, ah, let's shout out Nobby. Oh, there you go. 
I was going to try and yeah, yeah. Hi, I know you are. Rush, rush you through it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll just make it quick and shout out Jesper. Hope to see you at Nordics. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be something. Oh, so I can fly Republic against both Jesper and Tobias Valin? Ah. Yeah. There goes my... I mean, these two guys... I mean, I went top eight in Sweden last time. Didn't get any any of the uh, faction rewards because these two guys were on top. <laughs> you got a bone to pick then. No. I would love to see All right. Jesper. Um, and that's uh, just shout out uh, all of Team Canada for being fabulous. Sure. And, and all the other teams. It was probably awesome. I'm sure they were. We're going to have to make like a pirate, pirate team for next year. I will just do the, the, the mythical country of Diceland. Diceland. Sounds good. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. You all have fun out there. Goodbye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye 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 b